You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Sam LaGrosso uh, from Sharp Business Systems, which is a huge company, by the way, but this is actually a division of Sharp that's located here in Charlotte. And it's really interesting to find out, find out like what's changing in our community, but specifically in the IT space and in the tech space. So back in the old days, there were very few things in an office that needed to run effectively. Coffee maker, phone, and the copier. I mean, three things. Now, times have completely changed. We all share data without paper. We make calls. We answer email with our phones. And yes, we all suffer when the network goes down. But our next guest is a guy who keeps the office running smoothly, and he doesn't even have to work there. You know, Sam is uh, with Sharp Business Systems here in Charlotte, uh, the office once known locally as Charlotte Copy Data, before being taking, uh, or taking the Sharp name 10 years ago. So, Sam, we're really excited to learn about what you guys are doing in the community for businesses and really kind of taking this tech world to that next step. So thank you so much for joining us on the Brand Builders Podcast. This is our first day that we're actually recording in our studio, our brand butter studio right in our office. So we're so excited to have you here and, uh, and learn a little bit more about Sharp. That's awesome. You guys, uh, you know, this is a great space you have here. Uh, congratulations. I know this is a kind of thing you started about a, what, about a year and about a half a ago? A year and a half ago, yeah, something like that. kind of exploded for you. And Appreciate it. fun, man. We've, <laughs> we've shared a lot of cool stories, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's what it's all about, getting out there and collaborating, communicating, and, uh, you know, We'll talk a little bit about that at Sharp and yep. uh, great lead-in. You know, we're a big company, but with a local feel. That's uh, uh, we're blessed to have a, a great tenureship at Sharp locally. Uh, Seventeen years. Wow. Uh, we have about uh, about two hundred employees in North Carolina right now. So uh, uh, again, we're very blessed to, to have that kind of tenureship. And uh, it's it, it technology is so fast moving. You know, right. look at your new studio. And, That's right. Uh, Good point. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool way to chair and, and, you know, do things differently than we did. I, I'm curious. Well, thanks again for coming on here, Sam. And you've been in this business since before smartphones were on the market. <laughs> when we were all relying on trunky phone lines and on office copiers and, and the internet even was still in the early days. Absolutely. Tell us what you do now and in your current work at Sharp. Sure. Um, well, I work with the enterprise account team at Sharp here uh, locally in Charlotte. And, um, you know, our focus is uh, really changed over the years. Uh, you know, you guys are spot on. Before it was the copier, you know, you put some papers in there and you hope it came out and looked good. And, you know, you didn't get your hands too dirty with the toner. But uh, now, you know, the, the buckets of technology are, are moving rapidly. So, um, you know, a big focus at Sharp is being able to collaborate. Uh, in your office and uh, with other companies internally and externally and how that moves the speed of business, how you get things done. And so we've focused a lot on that premise moving into our core technologies. Obviously, the copier is one part of that. Um, you know, again, going back to day one, you just put your paper in there and you copy. Now, it's all about imaging documents, scanning documents. No one's printing as much. There's more marketing and color. The costs have changed, the dynamics. So that, that's one part of it. The other part of it is the ability to collaborate interactively, you know, through digital media. So, you know, just about anywhere you go now, you walk into a stadium, coffee shop, 
Grand Builder Studio. There we go. <laughs> There's the monitor. Um, and on that monitor, you know, you're trying to send a message out typically. Uh, either it's about pricing, what you do, who you are. And that's become a big part of collaboration in our business model. Um, being able to focus down on digital signage that is customized for what you do. Um, and uh, being able to, on some of our other products, uh, walk up and interact with the board. So video conferencing, uh, actually whiteboard. So uh, like in the old days, you had the big flip chart. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're flipping, 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 taking all your notes. And hopefully someone in the back was paying attention. Well, that's changed dramatically, too, with, you know, our interactive whiteboard product where you can electronically take those notes just like you would normally and email them out, print them right to our product. Uh, so it becomes more of a collaborative effort where you're drilling down on what you want to have the focus on, which is a big deal now uh, because uh, everybody has needs more time. And uh, you try to focus down as much as you can on utilizing that time the right way in the business world. And so our thought is to help bring those products together to help you do that collaboration. Um, the, you know, the other buckets we live in, on, on, on our side, the office side, uh, we also have imaging of documents. So, you know, anything you put inside that you want to digitize, we can help you retrieve it, find it. Anyway, just like a Google search engine. So, you know, that's how... You know, if you have, you're looking for a bill, a statement, a check, we have the ability to retrieve those documents, find them for you electronically. And then our last kind of part of that bucket, that pillar, is that we bring all that together, being able to, you know, who's going to make all that stuff run? It's, it's not me. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not you. What do you mean? It's not you. I don't know where that stuff <laughs> guy went. <laughs> so it, it, it becomes, you know, we have a team that manages, you know, the network expectation for you. Um, and that's an important part of where the technology is going now because, again, printing is declining, right, in collaboration, in imaging, and transferring documents electronically is more the norm and becoming more and more app-driven applications, things like that. So you have to have somebody in the background that's able to bring all those things together for you, make sure they're protected, they're being, you know, kept up. Um, on your network. So we do that part too, manage network services. So uh, that's been a good format for us to look at over the last two or three years and grow into. And we're expanding on that now. We um, uh, Right now we're in CES uh, in Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, Consumer Electronics Show. So it's, it's, you know, awesome place to go, you know, if you're looking at all the new technology. And uh, we, we host that event as a kind of a dual platform. So we have the office side and the appliance side there. So we've launched a host of new products on the appliance side and some new collaborations with Microsoft, uh, with our digital whiteboard, uh, with video conferencing, where it's all built into one application. So uh, we're very excited about that part of it um, and where that's going to take off. We'll talk a little bit about 8K. You know, yeah. you know, we went from no K to 4K, now we're at 8K. So... It's crazy. <laughs> How in the world do you keep up with it? <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough. Tell me, so I, I grew up in the era where I didn't have the internet, but then I did have the internet, right? So I kind of know like both sides of the table. And it is amazing to me in the last five years how just quickly things have changed. I mean, look at your smartphone. 
I remember five years ago as I was talking to my wife and I was like, she wasn't my wife then, but she was my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> but I was talking to her. I was like, man, you know, in the future, you're going to be able to go to uh, uh, wherever you are. You're going to be able to watch live sports right on your on your phone. And she thought I was crazy. Now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I can watch a game anywhere, which has completely helped our marriage. Let me tell you that. <laughs> um, but anyways, but tell me, so like with, with technology changing that much, how is Sharp staying ahead of that? When you guys go to these conferences, you see these things like, to me, it's like, what is next? I don't even know because some of the things that they've created now blow my mind with like AI and virtual reality. And like, it's like, it's amazing. It, it, it's, it's really becoming a marketplace where AI is definitely a focus of the next part of technology. Uh, and we have some of that going on right now at CES uh, on the appliance side and on the, on the office side. Um, for instance, you know, Alexa, you know, everybody knows what that is starting to become a huge product in the house, in the office. Now our, we have the only product, copy or MFP product, that connects to Alexa. So you can actually talk to her and have her print documents on demand, okay. things like that, retrieve documents for you. So wow. that's the kind of um, technology Sharp is focused on because they know that's part of the future, and that's where all our development and research is money is being spent. Um, uh, we, we also are working on, on the, uh, AI side for the appliance side, right? So we just in, uh, CES, uh, launched a brand new launch of all our appliances from refrigerator, dishwasher, uh, microwave, our super steam oven, which we have to get one in your lunchroom. You guys are going to love it. Ooh, uh, sounds good. A little <laughs> shout out to, 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 to Peter Wellfeld and, uh, our senior corporate, uh, vice president of marketing and uh, Sharp Corporate up in New Jersey. Uh, he's at CES right now, but uh, that's that's such a great product. Um, our microwave drawer and then our in-wall ovens, those are all new products we launched this year. And we're working to create those products to have interface on the AI side as much as possible. So as we develop new generations of that, there'll be more technologies that emerge from that that are interactive with your house. And that's really what it's become. So, you know, you pull in your driveway now and your lights go on. You right. tell your door to open. You know, you turn the oven on. Sharp, turn Alexa, turn the sharp oven on. You know, pour me a glass of water. It's, it's, it's getting to the point where it's becoming very automated. And that's not going to change. That's going to continue to, you know, work down that side on the appliance side. So you're going to see a lot of that. No, not just with us, other manufacturers too. But uh, one thing I think that's uh, really helped us get there is our we're fueled by a company called Foxconn. Foxconn's the biggest electronic manufacturer in the world. Uh, you might have heard some news about them recently. They uh, made a huge investment in the United States and Wisconsin to open the first monitor uh production facility, manufacturing facility in the United States for TVs and monitors. Uh, so we're really happy about that. We have feet on the ground. We're in, in the process of training, building our facility there. Uh, it's going to employ about 13,000 Americans, um, which is great. That's great. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. and, and, you know, this has never happened before. So uh, a big investment in, in, you know, our group because they believe in what we're doing. Um, and have partnered with us and, and really given us a lifeline of, of uh, other technologies from other markets they control and then some money to help us do it. So, and, and, and that, again, is helping uh, people on the ground in Wisconsin uh, with, with jobs. But 
um, having the ability to have those different technologies and uh, appropriate funds to develop the stuff is really important because it changes so fast. And you, you have to be in tune with where it is 24 months from now, not right now, you know, and what that's going to look like. So the developers and the people that, you know, develop the product uh, have to look out farther and they have to have money and resources to do that. So Foxconn has helped us do that uh, immensely um, over the last three or four years with Sharp. So we're really lucky to have that partnership. Um, and, you know, we do all kinds of things. We, you know, we, we make substrate for the Apple phone. We're hoping we can do some of that in the U.S. We have, you know, we have large factories all over, uh, you know, Europe, uh, uh, Asia. So um, being able to, I think, you know, in my head, I'm thinking like locally, we all hear about farm to table, right? Mm-hmm. It's a big sure. thing, right? So, you know, you want to go to a restaurant or you go to your house and you want to buy everything locally. And so... Sharp is trying to have that kind of similar footprint with technology as much as they can here in the United States. And that helps us a lot because uh, it'll help drive costs down. It'll help, you know, uh, create jobs, create revenues for a company we didn't have before. So, And you mentioned something that's really cool about community. You guys are such a huge company, a global company, right? So we met at Hood Hargett. Um, we're both yeah. members of Hood Hargett right. Breakfast Club. And I love the the family that we've created over there. Uh, and it's, it's amazing, right? But it's really cool to see an, an organization or a corporation as large as yours take the time and the investment to come in and create that presence on a local level. And I think a lot of people listening to this would want to understand, like, how in the world does a company that big say, hey, it's community. It's not, we're sharp, we're global. It's, hey, we're sharp, we're in Charlotte, this is how we can help you. This is me, I'm a, I'm a local resident of Charlotte and I can be there to support it. So was it always that way? Has there been more initiative recently? And tell me a little bit about that, that uh, sure, kind of vibe. Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, we're, we're lucky to be part of Hood Hargett. It's really a premier group of people in there. And, you know, the one thing I realized is it's a community-based kind of networking group, you know. Uh, it's really focused down on the community. And I think that's really the best way to do business where you're at, right? We, you know, we all live here. We all wake up yep. here, put our pants on the same way. We all eat the same and drink, you know. So it's, we have to figure out how to work together uh, to improve our community and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, figure out how to ways to get new business. And uh, they do a great job at, you know, blending those two things. Um, but uh, Sharp has always been focused on the best thing for their employees, where they're at, and giving us the autonomy to kind of think through those and, you know, take some risks where it makes sense. Um, and Hood Hargett was, uh, you know, you, you, you plugged it earlier when we started, you know, uh, Sharp bought Charlotte Copy Data about 10 years ago, and Cal Carduce, the president, you know, he was ingrained in the community and still is. And uh, he kind of started that presence of, you know, being as close to the customer as you can, not far away. And that's kind of our look, you know. It doesn't make sense to be in corporate and then drive down all these different philosophies if you can't do anything in your community. You know, so our thought has always been, you know, have a, have a branch presence, a headquarters, and then have satellite branches where we can push down that kind of theory of staying as close as we can to the customer. 
um, which has it's been great for us. And um, it allows us to be involved in the community in different ways, um, involved with our veterans, involved on so many different avenues, grandkids, uh, March Force with Hope, uh, uh, Independence Fund, you know, our good friend, Jen Snyder Gibson. Um, but it's, you know, again, we're blessed to be part of that group and being able to kind of carry that flag for Sharp and continue to do that in this marketplace in Charlotte. So I have a, I have a question. So big, huge company, you're in the community. What is your best advice for a small business owner or maybe a business that doesn't necessarily have all the funds to say, Hey, we need a clean, clean slate, come in here and give me the, you know, the, the, the best you got. What would be your advice for maybe a company like the Dunstan group per se of, of what you need to be keeping your eye out for? What are those challenges that you need to take? And when you have these meetings, are you walking into a small business saying, Hey, listen, if you do this, this is what can drive revenue or trying to challenging them to get out of their comfort zone. We made a post about this with, uh, with this podcast. It was something that we both kind of got out of our comfort zone. And now we look at the results that it's brought in and the relationships we found. It's like, wow, like, why didn't we do that earlier? Sure. So like, from your perspective, being that professional with a huge umbrella, what's your advice to, to small business owners on what they need to be, be looking for, but then also what they need to be implementing? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, uh, small business has really changed a lot. You know, when I, I've been in this business about 22 years and I started when literally the copier couldn't make two sides. It just could copy, right? We're like, put it in and flip it over. Then then when it did two sided, we're like, oh my God, you know, this is the best thing, you know. And then it just, it just branched. And then we could laminate it. It was unbelievable. Just 20 years ago, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. That was just 20 years ago. And, you know, what I'm getting to is that, you know, Charlotte's very rich with entrepreneurial type, you know, startup companies. Um, and they've embraced a lot of app-driven technologies. Um, but what's really good about our team in, in Charlotte here is we, we have focused individuals for each of those kind of pillars and buckets I talked about, right? So on the copier side, on the imaging side, on the collaboration, monitors, AV, and then on the networking side. So we bring that team in in certain scenarios and try to understand the dynamics of what you do first. That's so important um, in uncovering and discovering, you know, what your really pain points are. Because if we can't help you find those, then we really can't help you. Um, Because all sales are solution driven now from from any perspective and whatever you do. Right. Um, Of course, there's always price points and things like that. But for newer companies that, you know, need an uplift and are looking to uh, embrace new technologies, we have lots of different avenues to make it cost effective with leasing, um, which, you know, instead of, you know, having a large cash outlay, you can, you know, lease it for a monthly cost and operational cost and fit it inside of a budget that works for you. But it all starts with understanding and discovering, you know, what is going to make your company be more product productive and what your, you know, what your goals are to grow and how we can men- get in between that and figure out how it's going to work for you. So um, we do that with our industry professionals and in each of those pillars I talked about. And again, we're so lucky to have uh, a long tenureship, you know, 17 years in our business is almost unheard of. It's, it is unheard of. You know, we just, we're a family. We're, you know, we're a family of people that have worked together for a long time and, uh, that's allowed us to, uh, you know, have a little bit of a competitive edge, in my opinion. What's been your favorite project as of late? 
Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I'm just curious because yeah. you have so many ideas and so many opportunities. And I mean, what gets you fired up in the morning right now yeah, with, that's, with what's happening? That's a great question. You know, um, it's still, you know, going back to that that 22 years ago when, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing, you know, finding the product that is new that you guys don't know about or don't know you can get, right? And so... You know, it's just like the two-sided copy. You know, back in the day, that was like a jaw dropper, right? It's yeah. like, oh my God, this is going to save so much time. This is, you know, paper, everything. So it's that kind of scenario that gets me kind of fired up still. And having the ability to uh, have the different technologies, because we're unlike a lot of the other competitors, right? There's a lot of companies out there that just have a copier, right? right. Well, we have all these other buckets we live in. And so that's that's great because we can kind of go into tool shed and say, oh, they need this and they need this together to make this work and we can do it. Um, so, and you know, always the challenge. I'm very competitive, so I like to win. I hate losing. And uh, so that gets me up <laughs> Amen, in the morning. Brother. Right? Amen. <laughs> and, you know, in, in, uh, in our business, it's, it's like I said, super competitive. So um, you got to be out there and you got to be in the public and you just got to be, you know, doing the things that makes sense for your customers um and you can build trust and relationship you know in that so i, I get fired up every every day you know just trying to figure that out and every day is a new challenge you know some days you walk into an account that will have you know just something small and you know we'll talk for a little bit and they'll they'll find a need in just them talking for themselves of you know something else they may need and that's you know that's that's like the best thing ever have you gotten any reports yet from ces that you're like, guys, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now on the on, on the counter right there, that Canon camera. We just launched the only 8K camera, video camera. Oh. And it is it wow. is bad. It is, you know, bad with that other acronym behind it. But <laughs> You can say badass. We're on a podcast here. You can say that. Well, I want to make sure our president isn't listening. <laughs> well, we can say it. Yeah. I said it for you. Yeah. But no, it is, it is, it is really... Uh, we had a lot of visitation um, from YouTubers, blog vloggers, um, that they have that kind of product mix up, and uh, it's something that is so great. Uh, I think it's going to really change the marketplace. Um, and that, you know, paired with the AK video monitors we have, it's it's just one of those things when you're looking at that stuff. It's like. Is that real or is that a, what is it? Have you seen it? Have you actually gotten to see like, have they made one yet? Or is this yeah, just they have, they have 8K. Um, we have, we don't have one in our office yet, but I have seen 4K. You know, we've launched 4K in our interactive products, our monitors. Um, and everybody's kind of seen 4K now if you, you know, if you have all the technology, you know, uh, set up to, to, to use it. Um, and, you know, 4K is really the biggest application is streaming now. So, as that becomes more prevalent out there in your house and your business, um, you're not going to see any of the connect, you know, the cord's going to get cut, you know, and you're going to be moving to streaming of just about everything. Um, so that's where 4K world is right now. Um, and then obviously just the, the resolution and, and uh, you know, how it looks is tremendous. 8K, I don't know where it's going to go. We don't know. It's so new. It's like, it literally, we just Seriously. launched this stuff. It's like, it's crazy. So that brings up, a, th this is just a personal question. So it's so interesting to, to, to grow up and I, I love sports, right? I love going to sports, but I'm not going to lie. Technology has caught up. I can watch every NFL game I want from my living room 
and it's a damn good experience. Absolutely. So when you're talking about 8K, is there going to be a future where 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 athletes are playing games in empty list stadiums because the the experience <laughs> at home is so? I mean, I saw an ad a couple of days ago about virtual reality where two guys are in different living rooms and it basically puts them on the floor at an NBA game. Absolutely. And that's live. Like you, it's like me and you. We're just sitting there and we can literally have floor seats and you have that experience. Like how in the world <laughs> are they going to be able to compete with that? And, and, That's it, a good question. and is that something that maybe, and I know this is a, a very like kind of national question, but like how is the NFL and major league baseball and the NBA, how are they going to attract someone to want to sit a hundred feet from a, from a, from the court when I could sit in my living room and Absolutely. literally be right next to LeBron? Well, another great question. Um, you know, we've done some uh, different technology outfits, you know, for like the New York Giants. <clears throat> um, and I think what you're going to see more and more is the higher end technology being able to be worked into different venues, you know, big signs. You're starting to see that in stadiums now, interactive type devices when you walk in the stadium. That's really, you're going to see a big push in that world over the, probably the next two to five years where, you know, in my opinion, on that venue, you're going to see less people because you'll have devices that take over that position that are faster, more secure. They don't make mistakes. They can they can do things that, you know, are less cost intrusive and are more appealing to the person going to the game or the venue. Um, in some cases, um, you know, you're never going to replace humans, but there's going to come a point where, yeah, you know, interactive type panels and technology is going to take over a big part of it. You know, we've seen it, you know, I think in the giant stadium, we did uh, some big wraparound pillars. So big, you know, 10, 12 feet wide pillars. When you walk in the stadium, we put digital boards that actually wrap around it. So it's like paper wrapped around it, but you know, there's a football guy jumping out at you and they're, you know, they're doing all the digital marketing, digital signage. And then in the locker room, we got that locked up. I mean, you know, we have so many venues uh, on the sports side using our interactive panels between 60, 70, 80 inch. We can customize um, video walls. So, you know, in the locker room, we can, you know, circle the play, put the X and O, say you should have went here. We can print it out and say this is what you need to do. Um, that kind of collaboration is really going to continue to work itself through. Um you know, even you know, even with the Panthers, I know they don't have some of that technology. And if you're listening, you just need a matter it. of time. Uh, <laughs> Panthers, uh, uh, David Tepper's David, here now, so uh, I'm sure he'd like to invest. Yeah, might so, be a new stadium, might be a new opportunity. Hey, there's, there's some opportunities coming. There up. we go. But uh, no, I, you know, it's 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 one of the things that there's an edge to that. You know, competitively. So um, on that side, you know, I think we've we've really come a long way. But you know. It, that's a hard question to answer because, yeah, I think you're going to see a decline in fans because the experience in your house is so amazing now, and you can have it so amazing. You know, do I really want to go and spend 500 bucks for us to go out and drink some beers and see the game? That experience is never going to go away. You know, that's something I think you're always going to have. And as your kid grows up, he's going to want to see a game. So um, I hope I hope it, I hope humans still play sports when my kid is that old. You know what I mean? Like I look at it now, and you look at video games. Prime example. I mean, you look at some of the video, NBA Jam, awesome video game. Oh, yeah. Now you look at an NBA game or, or FIFA. It's like I, I just step back. I'm like, wow, 
This is crazy. It like, is why crazy. would I go outside and play a sport? I literally can just put on a virtual reality, sit in my yeah. living room, and I'm, you know, playing against Messi. I mean, yeah. that I think that's going to be a challenge, and that's one that I'm I'm looking forward to. But getting your kids outside and still letting them play real sports, I, I don't know. Hopefully, that will never go away. But that sure. definitely is a nightmare for me because I love sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't. But anyways, um, well, Sam. Tell us a little bit about locally. Uh, if we have anyone listening that um, you know that would be interested in your services, how do they get in touch with you guys? How can they set up that you know consultation and 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 really you know kind of upgrade their their tech world or, or really maybe appliances or really a lot of the things that you guys have just talked a- about? Absolutely. You know, we work on the office side, but you know, if if you know, we have local vendors we deal with that are on the appliance side. You know, Queen City is one of our good partners here. Uh, Best Buy. You know, some of the bigger companies that are going to carry those products. So certainly if there's some guidance or someone needs some help, we'll, we'll help them. But that's not the world we live in. We have a whole different, you know, a group of people that do that. On our side, you know, we have a state-of-the-art showroom right off of Clanton Road. Uh, Stuart Andrew, uh, address is 4404, Suite A. And uh, you can, you know, you can certainly call me or email me. I'm, I'm, I'm on my Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, um I don't, I don't tweet too much. And I, you know, what's your email, what's your email address? Uh, pretty simple. It's sam.lograsso at sharpusa.com. And anytime, anywhere, you know, I love to go get a cup of coffee and just talk about it. And I think, that, you know, the, the spirit of any good business starts with just understanding your business, you know. So many people are too quick to jump in and be, oh, you need this and you need this and I always tell everybody, you know, what, you don't even know what they do. Right. <laughs> you know, how can you provide a solution yeah, and take, not take know what they do? Take a step back. You know, you know, when new representatives of our company start, you know, they're eager. You know, they're, they're go-getters, and they want to pound on every door and figure it out and go get it. And that's great. We love that. But in the same token, <laughs> you got you to gotta have a little bit of a hand on them to pull them back to say, you know, it's more about listening than talking. Absolutely. And, you know, that's when you'll understand the true needs of your prospect or your client. And, uh, you know, so we try to focus down on that as much as possible. That's awesome, man. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us on the Brand Butters Podcast. It was so cool to hear about such a huge company doing really good work on, on, in the local community here in Charlotte. And I definitely want to come by and check out your showroom. Uh, I bet that thing is sick. Yeah, yeah. we got to do that. Yeah, we have some sure. neat things going on there. Video walls, all our products, some of the stuff I gave you guys today. Sold, I'll be products. there. 3.30. Yeah. I'll buy you guys coffee. <laughs> Next thing you know, this <laughs> wall's going to be We got the whole wall coming around <laughs> all here. minute reality. Potential. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys. You know, it's been a great experience. And, uh, you know, this studio, if you're if you're listening and, and uh, you want to get some uh, airplay, this is a great place to come. And what you guys do, uh, the branding of products is, you know, you guys really take it to a different level, you know. Well, thank so you very much. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you, Sam. I thank appreciate you, Sam. that, man. All right, bud. Well, have a good one. Yeah, you too. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.